0: More money. <laughs> yeah. More money, blow money, show money, party money, side hoe money, dope money, new clothes money from shit that I wrote money. So much money, I don't know who stole from me. Hard to keep track. I'm used to having no money. Still broke compared to niggas with old money I mean the type of niggas that laugh at hove money Billionaires with petroleum and coal money Probably kill they themselves if they had cold money Talk shit and I'ma see you like you owe money I'm wrapping up the album, fourth quarter, I'm so money I'm overseas looking for trees to grow money Peter Popoff robbing people for hope money Prostitutes collecting that let me stroke money Put up a couple dollars for the liquor store money Used to dread the strip club cause I couldn't have throw money now the strippers give a nigga the throat for no money How mama gon' teach you how to save your money When she barely on the boat, got stay afloat money Blacks always broke cause we don't know money Spend it for we get it and can never hold money No wallets, nah, a nigga would rather fold money Money control niggas, white man control money Laughing like, yeah, yeah, my nigga get your money
1: See you on TV since that shit done change. Ever since we was on, I dreamed it all Ever since I was young, they said I will not be nothing Now they always say congratulations Worked so hard, forgot how to vacation They ain't never had the dedication People hate me, say we changing, look, we made it Yeah, we made it it was never friendly, yeah Now I'm jumping out of bandwidth, yeah And I know I sound dramatic, yeah But I know I had to have it, yeah For the money, I'm a savage, yeah I be itchin' like I had it, yeah I'm surrounded 20 any bad bitches, yeah But they didn't know me last year, yeah Everyone wanna act like they ain't Yeah, But all that mean nothing when I saw my door, yeah Everyone countin' on me, drop the ball, yeah Everything custom like I'm at the ball
2: Check mic, check mic, one, two, one, two, ladies and gentlemen. One, two, one, two. This is real estate of mind, ladies and gentlemen. My name is D'Artagnan Connor, and I'm sitting next to no other than Stephen McCullough, the one and only the great. How you feeling, King?
3: I'm feeling pretty good. How about yourself?
2: I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, we're another weekend. Um,. Time keeps ticking on.
3: Um Isn't that crazy? Time waits for nobody. At all, man. And and whether we here, we not here, we doing whatever, that's one constant uh um, factor is time. She's so gonna keep ticking. Very true.
2: It ain't yo, know, it ain't gonna stop for me.
3: It's <laughs> the damn
2: show sure ain't gonna stop for you. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so I mean, we've previously have highlighted what we've been going through, the businesses. So at this point, you have another week. What is new? You talked about your test, right? A little while back. Are you to the point where you're now starting to reevaluate when you want to take it
3: again? Yeah. So, um, you know, right now I have plans for late December to take the test. Congratulations. Um, And so, you know, I have two more left, um, you know, starting to grind it out know watching my videos doing my workbooks those type of things it's it's you know like i said it's a difficult test The test we're specifically talking about is a series seven um it's the test to become a certified um anything within the the finance realm dealing with stock uh, you kind of have to go through that <clears throat> that type of uh testing to become um certified and um yeah, so I'm you know, I'm grinding away at that. Test is coming up and um, I'm gonna just keep grinding until I, till I get it and you know what they say, at, at first you may not succeed, but you gotta dust it off and, and try again. No you know cap,
2: man, shout out to the legend. Shout that's Aaliyah, that's Aaliyah. Um, RIP to a queen, um, but that's good. How are you feeling towards the test at this point?
3: Um, I feel pretty good. Um, Like I, I know that because I've taken it before, I have a little familiarity about the process, how it's going, you know, how my nerves are typically are going to be because I'm a little nervous in in general when it comes to tests. Mm. Likewise. So uh, proper, when you prepare the right way, you can actually overcome that. Mm. Um, So anybody who, you know, when you're taking tests, it's all about the preparation. You study enough. Those jitters, that that nervousness tends to go away. The more knowledge or the more you know the certain subject.
2: Yeah, I definitely have severe um, test anxiety. Um, but on the other end of that, I know I could be a better studier as well. So mm-hmm. as you say that, that's interesting to be able to look within myself and see. Um, because it'd be freaking me out. But I know at times... Um, I could have put some a little more effort and work in. Now, there do be times where I may put in all the work and all the effort and still may not succeed, but that's one thing within itself, too, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's good. I feel like uh, that's a, Any big updates at work? Nothing new?
3: Yeah, nothing new. I mean, we, we, we had a meeting <clears throat> this past week on Friday, and... Um... of went over the business plan and our model how how we're going to add value to our customers our um how how we're going to add value to their lives um and what really separates us from your robin hood your merrill lynch your typical either your robo advisor because people are nowadays looking into robo advising to where you know they let um a computer or a robot to, to do their investing oh, for them. Oh, okay. Um, and how, how we actually add value, more value, what differentiates us from them. Yeah. So. No, that's good. Yeah, what about you? How's um, real estate? Um, The going? real
2: estate stuff is going well. Um, one, like, great update, I think, is, like, that more so than ever, I'm starting to realize little things bigger than myself is... Mm. Around, like, maybe, like, the end of October, um, one of my young lives um, wanted to come kick it with me, right? He's a young 18-year-old, like my little cousin, pretty much, right? Is Dwight, is he a family? Um, I mean, it goes, like, in the essence of it, my nana and his great-grandmother were childhood best friends, kind of like us. Oh. So then there's been a generation of kids that have come about to where at this point, you know, you're just family now. You it's, know what I mean?
3: Yeah, it's actually crazy because um, speaking of Dwight, um, he used to be our basketball coach mm-hmm. back in the day. You know, he was a coach in the Richmond area. and Team finish it. You know, he took kids out of, what was, Richmond, was it, Richmond, Powell? Mm-hmm. Or, right there in, uh, right there in Richmond at the Boys and Girls Club. He used to take. You know, a group of us and and give us that AAU club ball atmosphere. Um, and, you know, most of us didn't have to pay because he understood that. Yeah, and that, that was that, the main point of
2: that, what they were doing because yeah. it's very
3: expensive. You couldn't afford it.
2: Yeah. yeah, But these kids, that doesn't mean these kids didn't deserve, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To be able to who be able to have some fun or be able to get out of there um, whatever circumstances is going on at home in that moment like being able to have that outlet like in a sense that safe
3: space as well can go a long way for people It and it, and it really really did because um, everybody would just come hoop you know we'd forget about what was happening in the streets what was what the problems were and even being a young a young bull when I was there I could tell that outside of the boys and girls club people were going through stuff oh for sure the older kids were just they were going through stuff and once they came into um, the boys and girls club we had practice we had games we would travel and all this other stuff it was a safe haven it was mm-hmm. a sanctuary for them um, and that's the really, beauty of sports and that's the beauty of sports um, and I really really commend uh, Dwight and his dad likewise you, for, for letting, making that happen for us yeah. They for sure didn't have to. They for put a sure lot of time and money into that, too, because they were coming from Vallejo. <laughs> they were traveling from Vallejo to Richmond to just basically kick it with us. And, you know, he was another person that just listened to us.
2: Very well. true. That's kind of his whole bag. But, like, right now, uh, this is his son. His son is now 18. Mm-hmm. And he talked to me a few months ago um, during the summer. He had graduated high school um, he's now 18. Um, he talked to me about how he wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, and in that moment, I wasn't in a good space to necessarily come with an abundance of ideas, but I was still in the space to listen here and say, oh, okay, work. Cause I had already been trying to do a few things with my boys. Cause I realized I have so many different ideas and so many avenues I want to go down and I want to do a lot of work with the youth. um, But I feel like I have a lot of youth around me that it'd be it'd be honestly be fucked up to not turn to them and want to help them and support them while trying to help and support everybody else out in the world. You know what I mean? And I think that point is kind of like by the time we fast forward, I already knew that's what he wanted to be doing. And we have talked a little over time about different ideas he may have had. Um, but he didn't all the way have the direction he wanted to go in. And we pre, we highlighted in a few episodes back where, um, for like my entrepreneur Academy in a sense, right. I used to think like, okay, one thing I would recommend to entrepreneurs that maybe not know where they want to go with things, but kind of know that this is the path they want to go on. I would recommend trying a network marketing company because it will give you the certain components that would help You. Get that thick skin to be an entrepreneur in any realm you want to be in, right? But now that I understand real estate the way I do, and the fact that you can be an agent at 18, I'm like, oh, well, if you don't want to go to school, you don't want to necessarily work for somebody, you want to do something for yourself, but you don't necessarily have the concrete idea at this point in time, I'm highly recommending to start off with here because. <clears throat> like all things to the side, like you'll start everything that you'll learn in this realm from talking to people, networking, being out and about and being comfortable and being a young professional. All those things can benefit you in any other facet of your life, right? Um, And now you're just organically building this up at a younger age. But then the other component to it is like, like, you're now going to start seeing like, a lot of money legally that you would have never been able to just naturally touch with that amount of ease at the age of 18, 19, That's 23. Hard. You know what I mean? So I was thinking and I was like, yeah. Um, he said he wanted to come over on a Saturday and I was like, you know what? Let me give him a proposition, right? Let me see if... I damn near like... I'm. I'm so invested in the betterment of him. I was like... Well, I'll probably sponsor him, and you know what? He could try to be like my assistant, cause then like I could help him with the classes. He could learn. We could do all that stuff, and then from there, he can uh, he can learn double time. You know what I mean? And at that point, we talked. He's down for the idea, and at this point, he's almost like we're now almost weeks into where he's ready to go in and take his first test. Um, we helped him vote for the first time, like wow. uh, that's powerful. Like, and that was one of those moments where I was like, you know, I appreciate the little things, because Young Blood was. We were talking, and it was a few weeks before the election, like, and I was thinking, like, oh, wait, wait, are you, did you vote? Are you registered? Yeah. He told me, no, I'm not even registered. I'm not this, and I laughed. I said, oh, whoa, like, <laughs> we might have to, we might have to take away a few weeks' pay, King, because, um, wrap it up. Um, Cause that's important right now, you feel me? Um so at that point, I definitely wanted to help him get out and yeah, so at this point, ladies and gentlemen, I am excited to announce that we have another guest here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
4: uh,
2: <laughs> We're sitting you know the you know boy, it. ready it. What's good with y'all? What's good
4: with y'all? Ace hey, ready yet? Like, are you ready yet, by the way? Don't get it wrong, don't get it twisted. Sheesh, let
2: the people know. You know well well with
3: that being said. <laughs> He goes by Red for short, you know. I actually yeah. met him at Loyola Marymount. He was my roommate for mm-hmm. a, for a summer, um, and the man is just very introspective, and uh, he's just a dope guy. Um, and he, he's 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 doing a lot. So I was like, you know what? Let's 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 get him on the pot. Man, I like let's that. Let's get him on the pot. I think I like he has that. a lot of uh, uh, of knowledge to spread and to share. Uh, that could be a lot very beneficial. So.
2: That he is. We appreciate Steve for brokering another great, great conversation for us. So, with that being said, Red, who are you? Tell the people who is ready yet. Who is ready yet?
4: So, me personally, I prefer, I prefer instead of who am I, to go with what am I Mm -hmm. first, because it's like my name, my weight. My, my height, my shoe size, whatever you name it, that's all like attributes to the what I am. Mm-hmm. So, the what, so what is ready yet? What is ready yet, Teferi? Or in actual, like the cultural tongue, what is ready Teferi? He is, or it is, a spiritual being engaging in a human experience. So, Sheesh. by that, it's like, I remember I used, I mean, I'm pretty sure we all did. And some of us still do live with the thought that we are living a human experience and like our spirits inside of us, or even if we don't like know that about spirit or any of that stuff, like we're, we're simply human, like we eat, poop, sleep, wake up, that's it. Like there's nothing greater to us. But it's like, there is way more than meets the eye that we can even, I, I can't even see my fullness mm-hmm. in a sense. And so when I get the question, who am I? I, I always answer it through the through the filter of what am i because that's what's true to me like like what am i so to wrap that up yeah i'm a spiritual being engaging in a human experience living my passions and creating because that's what we came here to do we're made in the image of god so god's a creator we're a representation of god so we're creators too so why do i have to let somebody create my life for me you know when I could just create it myself.
2: I love that. So you speak about passion. Do you speak about being a creative being? So what are you passionate about? Passionate about living my
4: best life. Okay. No doubt. Talk to us. No doubt. So with living my best life, what, what that entails is creating. Okay. Is actually loving yourself, knowing yourself, and blessing yourself. Being grateful for yourself. And most importantly, it is being true to yourself. Mm. So, all that combined, when you are able to do that, you're able to live your best life because you know exactly what you want. You know exactly like what kind of people you like to be with, or like you. You just know what is best for you. Mm-hmm. So that's my passion, and with my passion comes my purpose. I know how to live my best life. I mean, of course, I don't know like 100% the ones and twos, like how to live your best life, 100% guaranteed. You know, of whatever. But In terms of living my best life, it involves learning. It involves Mm -hmm. growing. Because I love learning. I love growing. So my passion is that and my purpose is to help other people live their best life too. Even if I explain something to them and they don't understand it, just by being me, just by doing me,
3: they can already see what I'm doing. So are you more so saying that you help other people live their best life by living your best life? Exactly, bro. That's I like that. Uh, like that. Respect, that was the best way to say it, yeah. <laughs> respect. Yeah.
4: I mean, high key, bro, I'm not trying to be religious or anything because I'm not religious no, in the first you're good place, though. but in terms of the Bible, because I know we've all been introduced to the Bible, there's this character named Jesus in the Bible, and we all look up to Jesus in a sense, and we all say, like, we're all trying to be like Jesus, like, live like Jesus. What I remember, there's like this thing. WWJD, what would Jesus do? Oh, stuff yeah, like that. His kids, oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like you just rolling on the bike. <laughs> WWJD, like, I'm not going to curse this guy out. Okay, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so it's like, if you, if you think about that, that's pretty much an example, a role model that you are aiming to be like or you, you are being influenced by. So why not I do the same thing and actually like live my best life? And you can learn from it or you might not learn from it. You know, like, we all, there, there, there's so many role models out there,
2: but I guarantee you people only have like three or four role models. Well, right? for sure, because I think it depends on like the right role model for Steve might not be the right role model for me. Exactly. And vice versa with you. Um, but that doesn't mean that they may not be a role model. Exactly. And they may not be perfect for who you are as that individual. Exactly, bro. Yeah. I get where you're exactly. trying to do. I like bro. that.
3: Leading by example. Yeah, leading by example. Leading by example. That's yeah. a huge takeaway that people do not do. Yeah. They want to tell you. They want to give you advice. They want to say, do this, do that, do that. But are they doing it themselves?
2: Mm. But also, even in that moment right now, like we're so quick to they this, that, and the third. But it's a us thing as well. You know mm. what I mean? No, and of course. we always got to make sure we can at times do the same thing cuz it's always easier said than done of with course, a lot of things. but
3: i think what his point is that the best teacher is the person who leads by example oh i could agree to that To you a teacher i feel i feel yeah so i feel um, it's important for us to if you're going to tell somebody to do something we gotta at least be doing it ourselves. Right but for sure. Going right. back to kids. I love talking about kids. I hate when parents be like, yo, do this, do that. Yeah. This. You I probably like, hate it when show they told the facts. you
2: Where did you do this? Like you probably hate it when they said, Do as I say, not as I do. Geez. that statement. Probably oh, told you man. up, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, But sure, I quick, get that statement though said. too, because wow. like I can understand what's right. And I can be uh, be able to teach you, but at the same time, I may not be perfect. So I think with that statement, too, like, I'm going to make mistakes, but don't let my mistakes make you have to do the same things. Like, just because I'm the one necessarily saying it. Now, mind you, you do need to be credible if you're going to be the one teaching people certain things. Like, you can't just be like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, then turn around and do it. But it is still that component of, like... I can clearly know where you may need some guidance at and share that with you and still not be perfect enough to uh, in every facet for myself. You get what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. And I mean, there's another side of the coin, right? Where people are just like, well, my example was the absolutely wrong way to do it. So if I didn't do what you did, but I learned by doing it the opposite the opposite way. So you should learn that way too. Yeah. So there's there's like there's a two sided coin there, um, which I yeah. can get both sides for sure. You know, yeah, that's
2: what's important. Thank it's you like, for that. Yeah, Man. one
3: thing my my grandfather would say is, I've been down that road. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. And that's that. hard to Don't accept
2: that. that too because Don't we be wanting to like it's the concept of like you know touching fire as a kid. You know what I mean? Like, okay, sometimes you got to get burnt to understand mm, it. Shame, you know what I mean? It isn't like you could get taught not. To do whatever, but inherently we wanna do for ourselves. Right. And I think there's a lot of lessons that are that can come from being able to go out and have the freedom to experience. But like it's important too. Like if you did have the OGs to say, yo, I done been down that path, I already know what that entails, please just listen to me. Like mm-hmm. that's them doing their part. Now it's right, up to you right. if you're gonna take it or not. Yeah. And then end up having to come back and tell them, damn, you told me. Right, I'm yeah, bad. yeah. That probably you know? gonna bite you too. Literally. So <laughs> There's mad ways to look at
4: it. Yeah, that's why. To going off what you guys said about like when our parents would say stuff to us, like for example, read a book or like uh, do this and do that, graduate school. Because we didn't graduate school, so we, we don't want you like to fail that part. Especially for me, because I, I I didn't graduate school. In my world, I did graduate. Okay. But in like getting the diploma, you know, going on stage, getting the little certificate and all that, I didn't do that, and I'm completely satisfied with that. Because that's not what I signed up for. That's, that's not what I chose to make of my life okay. in the first place. However, with my parents, uh, they didn't graduate school either. But that was because of reasons outside of them, in a sense. So me having an opportunity to graduate, they, they felt betrayed, in a sense. Because they, they already had a dream for me to graduate, do this, do that, and the third. And in their mind, because they didn't do that, they, they failed somehow. And mm. so they tried to pass that on to me. And it's like, if you don't graduate, you are a failure. And that got to me. High key, because these are my parents. These are my OGs. Oh, sure. You feel for me? For sure. I listen to what you say. Like, you guys have put me on. are heavy. Yeah, literally. You guys feed me, guide me. You guys lead me for sure. I'm going to listen to you. But it got to a point when I started taking care of myself, when I started, like, knowing myself better, that it was like, okay. There's a difference between hearing and listening. I can hear my parents, but not always listen. Because we're in a different time period right now. True. So much technology is in our fingertips. We can do whatever we want to do. So my parents are looking out for me in a good way, but they're not really taking into, into consideration my actual viewpoint and like what I'm doing with my life. And so that's why what, what, what I, where I'm going with this is how... Sometimes our parents, sometimes OGs, sometimes people who try to give us advice, might instead give us something that really puts a limit over our heads.
2: Well, because people that are giving it, like for example, your parents can only give you that advice from their lens, and they can only understand your lens to a certain extent. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. yeah, they raised you, yeah they yeah they provided for you, yeah they put you in this position, but. This new position is a position that's very unfamiliar to them Mm -hmm. that you're now in. This reality that you're in is very different. This time frame is very different. So, um, but I think the point is, uh uh-oh. Yeah, but I feel like the point is, like, a lot of this stuff comes from love. And you said you got to be able to, like, that. Like I talk about taking things with a grain of salt. And the order we get, sometimes you even have to look at parents, family in that regard, too, because they're coming from love they're coming with that best interest but sometimes their opinion and their things aren't the right thing for me at a certain time so you got to be able to decipher but i think it is important to understand like well they're at least coming from my loving space and there's no malice behind what they're trying to tell me this is just them wanting the best for me in the only way that they can see what can be the best for me right yeah that's
4: that's facts and that's why I was making the, the point for us to be able to discern, to really discern, because they're, they're doing it for the best interest of us, right? However, a child is going to listen to the parent. So if, if in the parent's best interest, it's best for the child not to do this, they could have ended up really sabotaging their whole child's life and their potential to be something greater than what they are now doing because they, they followed somebody else's path. That's all I'm saying.
2: Well, that's because we kind of talk about that's where like as people get older, they start losing like that dream factor that um, we're not being able to know what they're passionate about. But that's because like I worked with kids and I talked with kids and kids can tell you their dreams, what they're what they feel like they're passionate about and all that, like with no effort. But that gets lost over time because your passion or your dreams can be a niche. Or it can be so extreme to where, if they're a niche or so extreme, somebody may not understand it, may not be able to grasp it. Like, just the idea of like most people's dreams, like that they will think that all of us are dreaming of is to be Hoopers, Mm -hmm. to be in the league, to be in the NFL. And that's a dream that people, like, there are definite things that come into play when trying to be like an athlete, of course. But those are things that, like, Oh, that's a dream. Well, uh, you might not be able. To, you know, I don't know if you should be looking at that. But I be like, I feel like everybody is so quick to wanna um, feel like they have to be that person to help you understand what reality is. Mm. When I genuinely believe, like that's you don't have dream. to do that because life will show you reality at some point in time without you being the one to now tell me this. Well, the, 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 thing, the thing is,
3: is I feel like people specifically me, you wanna save that child from having to figure out that through life.
2: But I think also that's a component of life life, though. No, that's a component of life. Like because the thing is like
3: But it's heartbreaking.
2: Well, for sure, like me, I wanted to be six foot six. Let me—I'm gonna use me as the example, right? I, want, sure. I thought I was gonna be six foot six, and if I could have been six foot six, you couldn't have told me I wasn't gonna be the coldest I hooper feel, in the game. I feel <laughs> couldn't have told me that. That's or anybody. if I'd have been even a little bit taller, my football game would have been a little bit better, or my baseball game, whatever. In that moment in time, I didn't need because the moment that one person hears me dream, and then they're like. I don't see that in your future. Let me let you know so that you can understand reality. Mm -hmm. That was you doing that, right? But in that moment, just as simple as you felt like you had to share with that because I decided to share my dream. There's a bevy of other people that are thinking in that same moment, if I now decide to share my dream and they want to be that type of person. So now it's not like I didn't live my life and because you shared it with me, now I understand what reality is. No, I just understand your perception of reality and what you could see for me, right?
3: So they're dream killers.
2: Um. Well, In a yeah, sense, literally, potential, potential dream killers to an extent. Like, I, I, but I, that don't necessarily yeah. like people's intentions might not be that to be doing that purposefully. But that's what it's for sure be because. Yeah. Like life was like life told me I'm not gonna be six foot six. You know what I mean? I didn't need a hundred people. Like look, I'm five nine right now, and I'm done growing. You know what I mean? Okay. I, okay. <laughs> like, I right will yeah. you know I mean? tell you, I'm five ten. If we, if I'm it. trying to say it's a good day. Yeah. But like, and my hoop career ended like after my sophomore year in high school. My football career I knew was ending after my senior year. Like there's certain things where at a certain point, like. You could be as naive as possible, but you will start to understand what is feasible, what's not, and what's really meant for me over time if you just keep going down it. But I think the idea of stopping somebody from dreaming just because they need to understand reality, like, if everything is about reality, then you never get the opportunity to dream
3: then. Yeah, and I, I like, I like, the, I like the, the point of view of saying, okay, let's just let them dream. And that be the, the point. Let the let the kid let dream, the dream because they he's are gonna, gonna have the rest of their self. life. Yeah, he, he's gonna figure out with life that sometimes dreams don't come reality, but that's when you're there to help them, to coddle them, like to to be there for them to 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 to, to say, hey, you know, I know this didn't work out, but it's all good, type of stuff. You know what I mean?
2: Well, because the fact that yeah. you're dreaming, it can always just lead you into something else. Because the fact that's that so you true. have the opportunity and the confidence to want to dream that makes you want to try that makes you want to do that makes you want to at times go against the grain. Like a lot of my stuff came from a certain level of stubbornness. Cause I kept hearing what I couldn't do so much to where, Fuck it. I'm going to prove you wrong now. You know what uh, I mean? Now yeah, I want to yeah. prove a point. Yeah. So now I'm going to work 10 times harder just so that I can prove this point. And that might not be the healthiest point. But at a certain point, I'm not about to give up what I'm trying to do feel, just because you yeah. can't see it right now. Sheesh. That's facts. Man,
4: y'all are out That's here facts. talking. So That's facts, bro. <sighs> Wait, real quick, real quick, though. Uh, I want to touch on what Steve said in terms of uh, sometimes dreams don't come true. I feel like that is false. Mm, that wise. is extremely false break it down because going off of um, what Dee was talking about in terms of life will show you reality it's like life shows you reality because you are showing life what you want reality to be everything around us everything in this world is a mirror of us whatever we project outwards gets shown back to us that's why whenever some people are having a bad day they end up going through more difficult stuff throughout the day because they continuously send that, yeah, like, damn, I'm having a bad day. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I wonder if, like, man, I'm probably going to step in a puddle later today. And then <laughs> next thing you know, they step in a, a big puddle and just, yeah. like, ruin their day. Like, what the hell? And it's interesting because the more you, like, whatever you project out, it comes back to you. So in terms of. Speaking uh, it into existence. That's facts. That's facts. Speaking to into existence. The positive side and the negative, and the negative side. side. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you have to feel it first, though, before you speak it. It's the mindset, man. It's the mindset. Yeah, it really is. So dreams always come true. Now, let's be specific, though, because there's some gray area in that. When I say dreams always come true, I mean your dreams, your actual, the dreams you've already felt. You have to feel it first. You have to feel it and visualize it. If you can see it in your mind's eye, then you can definitely achieve it. I'm pretty sure you guys have heard that before. Now, on top of that, you have to feel it, though, because feeling actually grounds, grounds the energy in your body, and you are now similar in resonance with that frequency. So let's say you want to be a millionaire or something like that. Now, in order to be a millionaire, so, so let's say first that you only have a dollar to your name, and, and you're trying to be a millionaire. You could be the type of person who continuously works hard every day like oh I gotta get more money to be a millionaire I gotta like alright I'm about to just work five jobs uh, just do this da, 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 da. this, that and the third or you could be the person that says I know I'm a millionaire and mm. go from there mm. you can still work five jobs but the fact that you know you're a millionaire versus I am going to be a millionaire is a huge
1: difference well it's that's crazy. that point that's of that mindset, mindset literally I
3: saw a tweet I think um, Vandalina said it she was like I'm gonna be a millionaire I'm gonna retire when I'm I don't know, she's like okay. 28, yeah. 35, 30, something like that. Sounds like and my type of bag. No, no seriously. <laughs> no, that was, I? Her. I that was that. her having that mindset that it's going to happen. And just because she has that mindset, it's going to happen. It's going to happen no. because she's going to make it happen. No,
4: no, no. See, that's why I was saying we have to be specific. Because when you say it's going to happen, When? Okay. There's no. There's no well, set time. Well, so, yeah. Okay. And there that's is no such thing as future or and past. And there's no
2: guarantee that it will. But I think it's the point of the mindset to now know. Okay, I may still have a dollar to my name, but now I'm gonna move like I want to
1: become.
2: No.
4: Well, you just said like I already am. Okay. 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 Got you. It's it's happening. Happening. But that. And that's what I'm saying. But yeah. that's
2: the point to where it's like now everything I do, I'm moving in that manner exactly so over time like if we're using the idea of a dollar over time you continue to do the right things then over time you lead a trail and you build a foundation to where it can
3: manifest literally it's a it's a a real play on words but it's powerful
2: yeah Yeah.
4: and so the reason i was saying in that in that example i showed where someone is saying they're going to be versus they already are a millionaire they know they're a millionaire Think about it. When you know you're a millionaire, like you said, it builds the foundation for you to actually exude that vibration of millionaire. You are abundant. You are successful. You think like a millionaire. You eat like a millionaire. You do what millionaires do because you know you're a millionaire. And that's different from I'm going to be a millionaire. Because then you're, you're it's like the millionaire um, you is out there somewhere. And you are continuously going to it over time. When it's, it's okay, see, I'm not, I'm not saying that that's not okay. Actually, I'm saying that's not okay because there's an even more efficient way to go about that. I'm saying that's, that's you could do that. However, do this instead. Like, know what you are. Know know your worth. Don't mm. say you are going to be this. Know that you already
2: are worth it. You already like, are. That's those affirmations. More than enough. That's affirmations. Literally, Literally, like, affirmations. We. That's kind of what this is about. Speaking yeah. it, talking it, saying it being about it man, and like feeling that, that. like, like that. on me man like that. so with that being man. said let's get into our spread the sugar share the wealth segment so that's where we highlight black owned businesses ladies okay. and gentlemen so ready do us the honor do you have a black owned business that you would like to For highlight
4: sure yeah first, first i would love to highlight my own business uh-oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> talk to us
4: all right so i started this back at lmu when i so first, I, I actually I, I left LMU my sophomore year, going to junior. So that summer time, I left LMU. I dropped out, as people, as colloquial terms, has it. And in that time, I was just like, all right, I don't want to do school. I want to do me. Like literally, what do I love to do? And this is down the third. And I was like, just living my best life, you know. Mm-hmm. And so over time, it didn't just come at once, but it was like a seed was planted, and then over time, it became Operation Best Life, and it's. Literally the operation to aid people. No, it's not even to aid people so much. It's so much that operation to live my best life. And because of that, it aids other people. We help people set the foundations for a better tomorrow starting today, to be honest. Blessing. Yeah. We help people build the foundations for a better tomorrow starting today. And it's honestly a pleasure to, to be of service in this way and to actually live my life and be examples to those who think they can't do it because we can all do it at the end of the day. And another business that i like to shout out is Homegirl. Her name is Mia. And it's O-H-L-A. She pronounces it, Aloha. And it's One Love Heals All. Wow. And what it is, it's a wellness center where it has different people coming in and really helping anybody who comes through understand what the topic is for the day, like um, whether it be about... Nutrition or self love or whatever. Oh, by the way, me and my other homie, we started a another business. It's called The Oasis. And this Sunday, I know you're you're leaving today, but if you're trying to come through tomorrow, from seven to nine p.m. in my in my uh, studio or in my loft, we have uh, people coming through, and it's a workshop. This week, where it's self love, where we we have a self love meditation, and we have a uh, we're going through all stuff like going all the way from shadow integration all the way to understanding state of being and how like that really dictates the way you live your life. Wow. But yeah, those are those are the businesses. Black owned businesses. I told so, you we could do
2: Black excellence ladies and gentlemen. Yes.
3: True So I'm going to go ahead and go um my business is ALTA. It's a restaurant, a soulful restaurant located in Los Angeles. Um it's um it's a chill, stylish type of setting. Um, I actually took my girlfriend there for, um, it was probably our second or third date.
4: Hey, you got I a girlfriend now? Oh, yeah. My God. Yeah. She put a, a little bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout
1: yeah,
3: out man. to the That's queen. That's dope, bro. That's dope, bro. Six, real seven,
2: eight months strong.
1: Man. Like children, I, children. Like children, I like that. I like so, that.
3: Um, yeah. ALTA. It's, you can find them on Instagram. Okay. ALTA. Um, check them out. It's pretty good
4: soul food all right real smooth but it's,
3: it's more of like a chill vibe like communal space that type of thing okay okay go ahead deal with yours
2: got you well mine i'm gonna highlight this week is a business called butter skin um i actually found them through like i think an instagram ad like maybe a few months ago um looked at their products um skincare looked like a smooth deal copped a quick order i like the packaging i like the way they sent it to me um and i like the product right now and you know my skin looking smooth yes, i'm sure. feeling good so and i can't complain. complain so yo and silky smooth yo so shout out to butter skin um, shout out, to them, shout out to them black owned business ladies and gentlemen so Jeez. man yeah so more black excellence yeah on
4: some black real excellence black
2: excellence on some real stuff so with that being said ladies and gentlemen we want to take this time to Thank Redia for coming out, talking to us, and wow, sharing his story with us.
3: For appreciate
2: that.
4: Appreciate that. Definitely to be here, too.
2: We appreciate that. This is bro. the start of
4: something new. You, knew, you know that, right? We're well, well, like we just trying mean? to
2: help people get into their real estate of mind, King. Because it's like all that. about that mindset you're like referring that. to. Yeah. That's the fact. Bro.
4: And that's where it comes that's from, man. The, the foundation of us,
2: the yeah. mindset. Anything else you want to lead the people with, King?
4: Yeah. So I know we had a beautiful podcast. If there's one thing that I want y'all to take away from this is that your thoughts control your actions and your actions control what happens in your life. That's so and instead of trying to control what happens in your life, go to the root. Control mm. your thoughts. Because you can't really control what's happening around you and stuff like that. you feel me it's already happened it's already a product of what you projected in a sense what the, now the world now the world is reflecting that back to you so remember just be one with yourself, see what you're thinking if, if there's a thought that comes to you like, what the hell is that me that's not you like thoughts come it's like we're all connected to this big ass field and we're antennas and thoughts just come to us so filter through and see what thoughts resonate with you. Like, I am successful. I am more than enough. I am this. I am
2: that. Like, love yourself pretty much. There you go. Love it, King. We appreciate that. So Steve, is there anything else you want to leave the people with? Oh man, that's it. What about yourself? Well, if that's the case, ladies and gentlemen, this has been real estate of mine. We're looking forward to hearing from you again. Don't take no wooden nickels and always remember who you are, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I got play on my phone. Uh, you know it, I'm on. Uh, is gone. Uh. My mama See on TV. Sunset shit don't change. we was on, I dreamed it all since I was young, they said I won't be nothing. Out of-